Welcome to the Teacher's Cup of Coffee. You know, today we're going to do something different. I'm actually going to be replaying an old podcast episode from this podcast. This is one of my most listened to pods ever. And you know, here in New England, many of us are getting ready. And it's probably this week where we're starting up if we haven't already. And a lot of us are hybrid. A lot of us are full remote. You know, there's not many of us in New England that are full in, but perhaps there will be eventually. But you know, No matter what we're doing, whether it's full remote, which is this whole new way of teaching students and running a school, or or whether it's hybrid and you got kids coming in and they got to keep social distance and people are masked up. Either way, this is stressful. This is stressful. There's just no way around it. This is stressful. So what I want to do today is play this old podcast because it's really, really important that we don't put our stress on the kids, right? So, of course, we're feeling stress. School, as we know it, is gone for the time being, and we all are relearning whole new ways to do everything, and that is stressful on us educators. But the minute the kids show up, we can't put that stress on them. We can't make them be the ones feeling it. So as much as we're up against it, in-person, hybrid, full-in, whatever. We need our students to feel excited, to feel optimistic, to feel supported, etc. That's on us. That's on us. So this is the old pod called Find Your Marigolds. It's taken from a blog that I'll explain uh, in the podcast. And it's just a great way to stay positive as an educator. You know, and frankly, listen to it in a different light. It's a great way to stay positive in life in general. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope it reminds you of why it's so important at school to find your marigolds. And if we find our marigolds, no matter how crazy this start to the school year is, we will be okay and we won't put our stress on to the learners. That is the key. As always, we're brought to you by NPT Education. Check us out at NPTEducation.com. And we got a very cool free PDP experience coming soon in collaboration with Nova. I'll be sending that along. Hope you'll check it out. And without further ado, enjoy the pod, find your marigolds, and have a great start to your school year. Because of that, we're going to do a different kind of article today. Uh, A friend of mine who's a counselor at a sort of an at-risk high school down in the New Haven, Connecticut area shared an article with me this week, and I just absolutely loved it. It's called Find Your Marigolds. It's really an article geared towards first-year teachers. It's written by a woman by the name of Jennifer Gonzalez, and it was posted on cultofpedagogy.com. It was actually written in 2013, so it's kind of old, or at least not brand new. But that said, it really is pertinent to what's going on today in education, and it's extremely pertinent to what's going on in March in education. Find Your Marigold is all about when we are teachers – 
the most important thing we can do to keep our career moving forward, to keep ourselves growing, is to surround ourselves with good people. And I quote, by finding the positive, supportive, energetic teachers in your school and sticking close to them, you can improve your job satisfaction more than with any other strategy. Just like a young seedling growing in a garden, thriving in your first year, or in my opinion, any year, depends largely on who you plant yourselves next to. The marigold effect is in gardening. It's called companion planting. And when people are planting certain vegetables, they will plant them near each other because when they are near each other, they actually all grow better. If you plant a marigold next to almost any garden vegetable, that vegetable is going to grow bigger and larger and be stronger and healthier because it gets protected by that marigold. That's what find your marigold means. It means as teachers and buildings, we need to find our marigolds. We need to find the people that work with us, that are positive, that are energetic, that want to do good things, that keep pressing through all the challenges and find a way to stay positive. And if we hang out with them and if we talk to them, then we will find a way to stay positive as well and it will actually make us better in our careers moving forward. Everybody can find at least one marigold in your school, even if you work in a real tough building that's really toxic, you can still find at least one marigold and if you stay close to them, you will grow. This article really gets into how these people make us feel and when you're hanging with your marigold or that positive person at work, you know, you're going to feel calmer. You're going to feel more hopeful. You're going to be more excited to start on teaching tasks. You're going to ask questions. You're not going to be, not going to feel stupid. Uh, and the article goes on to really say, when you find these people, you have to really make an effort to spend time with them. They might not be in the classroom next to you. They might not be at your team time or on a common prep or sitting next to you at duty in the hallway. You might have to seek them out, but you do go and seek out the marigold because in turn, you will feel better about yourself. As the article says, make the effort. It's worth the trouble. Now, Jennifer Gonzalez goes on to say that the opposite of the marigold are the walnut trees in the school. The walnut trees, are, uh, and this goes back to gardening, everybody that gardens really works hard to not put anything near a walnut tree because walnut trees give off a, a toxic substance, substance that can inhibit growth, wilt, and ultimately kill many vegetable plants. So, unfortunately, every school has some walnut trees. Um, and we need to make sure as educators that we do our best to stay away from these walnut trees. And these walnut trees might be good teachers. It's not that they're not good teachers. It just, it's just that their, their perspective on the job, their perspective on kids is something that can bring us down if we're with them too often. Their take on kids, as the article says, can be negative. Their take on administration is negative. Being, and then being around them sort of makes us feel insecure, makes us just kind of feel kind of icky or discouraged or overwhelmed. And so the walnut trees, quote, avoid them whenever you can. If you don't, they will start to infect you and soon you'll hate teaching as much as they do. Unfortunately, a lot of buildings have a lot of walnut trees and you could be on a team, you know, working with a bunch of them. Uh, but the point of the article is that we then... That's okay. We have to know that that's there. And then we have to go find the marigolds, go find the teachers that are positive and that give us good vibes and good energy and that make us feel good about what we do. The article is actually really funny because it gives some names to some common walnut tree varieties. So there's, they call it Kid Hate and Kate, who just, you know, 
every time you say something positive about a kid, you know, kid hating Kate just sort of bats you down and says, oh, it, that, that'll stop, that'll end, they'll become like every other kid. Um, another one is Retirement Dan. Retirement Dan just loves to tell you how long he's got till retirement. I, I actually know a lot of teachers that do that, but that are extremely positive as well. So anybody that does it doesn't mean they're a walnut tree. Um, but retirement Dan is always sort of thinking about retirement. 20 page Tina is that teacher who no matter what you do, she assigned more. She assigned more homework. She, her test was harder. You know, she's just all about being as hard as possible. Um, mean Bobby, mean Bobby, uh, who, who says like, oh, that kid would never act up in my room. I don't know why he's doing that in your room. He would never act up in my room. Uh, Hattie who hates the principal. Uh, that's pretty self-explanatory as the article says. That's just someone who no matter what just can't stand the principal and that just can't get past that to really dive into the job. Lawsuit Steve who always thinks he's going to be in trouble. You know, something's going to turn into a lawsuit or somehow he's going to be in trouble. Um, then there's My Time Margaret. My Time Margaret always counts the number of minutes she gets for lunch. Uh, complains about serving more duty than anyone else, knows exactly what time she's legally supposed to be in the building, my time, Margaret. And then the last one they talk about is good old days, Judy. Good old days, Judy, and I quote, who hates anything new and never fails to mention how much better things used to be. These are some funny definitions of some walnut trees. And again, there could be people that fit these definitions but are also marigolds. And it's important that we as educators go find those marigolds. And this really works in any career. When you get down, when you get down in the dumps, when you get beat up, when you feel like it's all pointless, go find the positive people. Great quote here about PDs. Be a, and I quote, be especially vigilant during professional development when you'll find yourself in a veritable forest of walnut trees. It will be the worst when the presenter asks you to perform some task, read student work, for example, in groups. The trees will slowly turn toward the center, leaves rustling, snarky comments dropping off their branches like walnuts whacking the table. It won't matter how potentially interesting the activity might be. As soon as they huddle up, it will be snark, snark, ugly, ugly, hate, hate. When this happens, re recognize that you are surrounded, hold tight to your roots, and remember your marigolds. Now, of course, not everyone is all marigold or all walnut tree. There's certainly people that are marigolds in certain situations, and it's important to find them in those situations. Learn who has what marigold qualities, and then learn what you can get from each of them. You got to find these people. We got to find these people to keep ourselves going. Finally, try to find some compassion for the walnut trees. Teaching is almost an impossible endeavor, and it's, and it's that way both always and it's that way daily. So, you know, the walnut trees, their toxicity, it really comes from a, a, a real place, as they say in the article, it comes from a place of real pain, you know, and they were probably under the influence of walnut trees earlier in their career. Um, so there's nothing you can do about that. You know, and we, we, we should still feel compassion for these people that have been doing the job and sticking with it, whether for a year or 10 years or 30 years. But that said, and I'll close on this, you want to stay positive. You want to fight through. And it's not as simple as an individual endeavor. You need to find the people that give you energy. You need to find the people that like to problem solve. You need to find the people that have hope and who believe. And you need to hang out with those people. Man, as I say it out loud, I realize this goes well for life too. You know, we, we want to be around people who are infectious in a good way. We want to find the marigolds and I quote, stick close to them. That way we will grow big and strong. So this week, last week of March, when you're down in the dumps, when you're feeling no hope, 
Remember, who are the marigolds that you work with? Who are the people giving it their all that make you feel better about what you do? Seek them out, talk to them, have fun with them, vent with them, laugh with them. Find your marigolds this week. And we hope you have a great week and we hope you enjoyed this week's Teacher's Cup of Coffee.